0: Kevin Barker, I'm thinking back to this morning's edition of Blair and Barker where we were we talked about a bunch of things. You gave an accurate forecast of what Kevin Gossman needed to do, and Kevin Gossman did what Kevin Gossman needed to do. Uh, f- five fastest pitches of this season, uh, and I believe it's the fastest pitch he's thrown since 2020. Um, Kevin Gossman did what you said he needed to do. We spent a lot of time talking about Bo and how it was remarkable that, in addition to his offense, uh, Bo was on a he's well, not a bit of a heater defensively, too. I mean, mm-hmm. last air was April 8th, and uh, we were talking that up. We also, of course, talked about the decision to pinch hit George Springer yesterday. And it seems like we're almost doing this it's almost the same topics we're covering today with a few different names after after that after that performance. A couple of things to talk about, obviously. We will get to Kevin Gossman. We want to get to your calls. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star five ninety, one triple eight, triple six, zero five ninety. And maybe you want to use this as a as a pre angst buildup, right? To 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 the to the Leafs game. Maybe you want to practice, get some of that angst out now. You know, in case you need it after the game as well. You can call the Leafs talk, guys. So this is kind of like a warm-up, if you want. Uh, A brutal loss. No other way to put it. Uh, The bow error on the deciding play. Uh, A routine routine throw, as routine as you're going to get. But, Kevin, I want to go back and I want to talk about the decision. I want to talk about the decision to pinch hit Alejandro Kirk for Kevin Kiermaier in the ninth inning. Now, I'm sorry, the 10th inning. What am I looking at here? Bottom line is you've got Kevin Kiermaier at the plate against the lefty. Against Craig Kimbrel, I'm sorry to against the righty. You've got Kiermaier at the plate against mm-hmm. Craig Kimbrell. You go with Alejandro Kirk in that situation, and I, I mean, you know, yeah, we talked about it. you could going back to the the decision to go with Springer yesterday. There there was a it was a pretty clear. I think a pretty clear. I didn't like it. We didn't like it, but there was some sort of, sort of statistical basis to that I just didn't get I didn't get the Kirk pinch hit today I did not get that decision again you know Alejandro Kirk as we said today I mean he's he's become the rollover king Kevin Kiermaier gives me a better chance of getting a hit in that situation than Alejandro Kirk does I mean I'm just sorry he does right now as we sit here on this day I got way more confidence in Kevin Kiermaier than Alejandro Kirk
1: Absolutely, especially against the right-handed pitcher. We've seen how Alejandro Kirk's looked basically all year. Jeff, I'll ask you right now, who's having the better year offensively, Kiermaier or Kirk? Kiermaier. It's wow. it's Kiermaier. real simple. He's he's giving you the better at bats. He's faster. He puts balls in play late in games, puts pressure on defenses. You saw what defenses, when you put the ball in play, what that can do to, to teams. You know, when the situation is the biggest throughout the entire game, you put the ball in play. You put pressure because you're fast. They have to make the perfect play. Do that. Alejandro Kirk mm-hmm. hit a ground ball to third. Didn't make it halfway to first. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm. There's a lot. A lot of the times you can understand. You can go sort of go like yesterday. Soto lefty. Lefty's against Soto doesn't have a much of a chance. You can sort of maybe understand that. This I have no idea. I don't have an. I don't and have. I, mean, a, I don't have an answer for you, Jeff.
0: Well, maybe we'll hear. Um, we'll hear from. Um, from from john schneider the blue jays manager later on and uh maybe we'll get an answer an answer from him there but it's a 10th inning now and i didn't and i know people are going to be second guessing not bunting nathan lucas who was on as the automatic runner not bunting him over here's the thing when you're on the road at least my way of thinking in the 10th inning on the road i'm playing for two i'm playing for two runs in that situation. So I have no problem with, without, with the decision not to, not to drop a bunt. I don't know if I want to ask Danny Jansen and Santiago Espinal to try to, 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 to bunt Lucas over in that situation. Anyhow, I don't have any problem with that. My whole goal is to try to get, is to try to make sure that Bo Bichette comes up to the plate in that particular situation. But I, I, I and I'll get back to you with this two out man and second. I I'll still take Kevin Kiermaier with his speed being able to do something over Alejandro Kirk. Alejandro Kirk's not going to reach base unless he hits the ball to the wall. He's just not. Um, I found that a really, just a really puzzling and frankly a really really disappointing decision. Second game in a row against a team that, like the Blue Jays, has aspirations of being in the postseason and the Jays weren't good enough. And that was compounded by, I'm going to call it, some questionable decision-making. I, I have no problem calling that questionable decision-making. And that doesn't guarantee, it doesn't guarantee, right, that Kevin Kiermaier comes up and gets a double and, and everything's it hunky-dory. It doesn't. Uh, but again, ask yourself out there. And we'll go to the phone lines. We got some calls. We'll go to the phone lines. Ask yourself out there right now. Who do you want up at the plate? Kevin Kiermaier or Alejandro Kirk in almost any situation. Well, we've heard
1: all year about you play the hot hand, right? We're going to put the, the hottest guy. You, you get hot. You're going to play most of the time until you're not hot anymore. Right now, Kevin Kiermaier obviously is the everyday center fielder, but he's hotter than Alejandro Kirk. You you mentioned it. The the lower half's just not adding up, connected to the upper half. That's why you see a bunch of rollovers. They throw him a bunch of breaking balls. He's out and around that. He hits it to the pool side. I just don't get it. Maybe if Kirky was smoking hot, he had a day off. Obviously, it's a no-brainer. Kirky of last year, absolutely, you probably do that no matter who's on the mound righty or lefty today i don't get it i don't understand it puts more pressure with a fast dude at the plate trying to pass the baton at the top of the order you know kearmar can hit a high chopper beat it out at first you got first and third guess who's coming up doesn't make any sense to me
0: not much to to say about the play that ended that game it's very hard to win in extra innings on the road you don't have your closer you used your closer in jordan romano in the ninth inning and kevin what it took him how many pitches it took? I, I think it's 17 pitches to get his first out. Like, I, how 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 the game ended up going to the 10th inning? Like, how Philadelphia didn't walk that thing off? I, I I just don't know. But Jordan Romano's command wasn't that wasn't that great today. Yeah, he made some tough pitches. You can say that. He made some tough tough pitches to hold it at one one. But then uh, Tim Mesa comes in, and I give Tim Mesa credit. Things didn't get out of out of out of out of hand. He had the ball. He made the play to Bow at second. It was just it's it's, a bad throw. It's really, it, was a, it's, it was a horrible throw.
1: It is. Well, you got you got to clear the lane. Again, You got for, for me, occasionally you got to fight your way out of the lane. Arm angle has been his issue when he does make errors. It's throwing errors. It's arm angles. It's getting ball out of the glove. That, for me, you have enough time to clear the lane. The base runner's sliding late to force you to throw it from a weirder arm angle. Either you throw over top or you force yourself into the lane to where you can sidearm it. Look to me like he rushed it a little bit. He chokes it off. They lose the game, but.
0: This is what happens. You don't pitch well. You don't play good defense. You get beat. Simple. Billy, Billy, and Markham. I'm not surprised you called up this. This game has Billy and Markham on Blue Jays talk written all over it.
2: Yeah, guys. You know, I, I more wanted to comment on your your stuff this afternoon. I mean, I love listening to you guys in the afternoon, and there's no show better than it, guys. But um, thank you. You know, listen, listen. Uh, you know, the talk that we talked about, you know, we were talking about Bo Bichette and while wow, he's playing great. No, Boba is hitting great. If Bo Bichette can't make the plays that he's been making during, during this no error streak, you, you know, there's nothing spectacular he's done there. He's just done what he's supposed to do.
0: Well, I had a problem. Ooh, he's, had, with, he's had, he's, he's had a couple of really nice plays or, I mean, you don't listen, that, that's a lot, you know, that, that, I, you know you're you're right. I mean, Bo is never Bo's never going to be Money in the Bank defensively, Billy. I mean, he's just not. We've talked about it, and he's. I mean, it, he's quite capable of doing what we saw today. But you have to give the dude credit. It's been over a month since he's made an error, and by Bo's standards, that's you know that's something. And he plays every day.
2: Yeah. No. I, I mean, listen. I hate coming on here and criticizing a guy who I really like. I, I don't like him as a shortstop, but I love every other thing about Bobochet. I, I really do, guys. I it, it, I don't want to sound soft here, but it breaks my heart to have to do this to this guy. But I just think that the plays he's been making, he's supposed to be making. But I'll tell you this: this is where where I'm disappointed. First of all, we we talk about how this team is going to be different, and we're different with certain players. But I thought Espinal. This is twice now. Espinal blew the. Well, he, you know, he didn't blow the game. He actually made a terrible play. Uh, not knowing to go home, uh, or at least anticipating to go home on that play yesterday, and that reminded me of the play uh, six years ago when um, Batista uh, didn't throw the cutoff man threw the second base, and good old uh, Tulawitsky has to run over to second, and Kansas City won up knocking a set of the playoffs. That's what that player, reminds. You've got to know, you've got to know that that guy is running. You see him running on the play, and you've got to know that the only play you've got to make sure that you're throwing the ball home. The second one was today was, uh, I don't know, I thought, he, I, I thought he had one play only on that ground ball, and that was the flip to Bechet at second base. And I thought he made a terrible decision there. But the, the guy that I want to take a shot at, and, and, and I know he's one of your favorites, Kevin, is this manager that we got. What is he doing? I'm going to make this clear so you can get to other callers. You better get it together, John. You're making some tough decisions some very bad decisions that look like they're analytic decisions. There's no way in the world Kiermaier shouldn't have been up righty versus lefty, and Kiermaier can hit just as good as uh, as, uh, as our catcher there. Oh, better right now. Better right now, but that's, I'll tell you something, guys. We got a guy sitting right beside you, John, who's as a pretty good damn manager, and you better start making some better decisions because you've let us down a lot Lately, a lotly, not just once or twice or three times. These are bad decisions. That's it, guys. I'm out.
0: Well, what do I always say when we're done with Billy? We'll put Billy down as undecided about those about those topics. <laughs> no, listen, uh, you know, and further to Billy's point, John Schneider has made decisions in back-to-back games that didn't work out, and yeah, I'm not a believer in the predestined hit. Right, I don't necessarily believe there's no guarantee. I mean, there's no guarantee of an, an, anything. But Kevin, I always thought the manager's job was to put his players in the position, the best position possible to succeed. And and, and you know, I mean, God, all we heard was balance, 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 balance. Yesterday, I, I saw an everyday left-handed hitter who you know was my number three hitter, pinch hit for by a guy, you know as I said this afternoon basically got off the gurney with the with the the drip bag still attached to his arm. I I don't understand that decision. If you're sick, you're sick. He's clearly he wasn't he wasn't healthy enough to play today. Which again, that decision just boggles the mind. And I, I know what the stats say, but sometimes as a manager, you got to you got to look at what you have right? and you got to make I'm not going to use the phrase use your gut cuz I don't believe it, but sometimes you have to do that. And I just, I don't, I don't think those two decisions, I don't think those two decisions maximize the possibility of success. That decision yesterday and the decision today. Sometimes I, I think you overthink it. I think the last
1: two days he's overthought it. That That's exactly what's happened, right? He's, he's trying to find lightning in a bottle. His words. He came on after the game and said the Springer thing. He's trying to find lightning in a bottle. He understood how he felt. It was lefty I mean, on the mound. It shows a bazillion. I'm this, just this telling you what he said. I'm, I'm not saying I agree with
0: it. You know what? This team, if they want to win a World Series, you, you don't get lightning in a bottle. You don't win a World Series getting lightning especially, in a bottle. You just don't. You win a World Series by pins. your best players playing – doing there their you thing
1: go. especially against bullpens going 100 miles an hour you're exactly right especially with guys who have gotten off to slow starts springer kirk it's very it's a lot to ask dude's been sitting over there forever one guy's sick one guy's having a tough time rolling over everything kevin kiranauer is doing better varsha is doing better take your chances with those two guys those two guys are your everyday players right those two guys you're going to count yep. on to get you to the playoffs and hopefully help you get to a world series yeah I'd, i'm with billy it's fair points he's made. John for has had a couple of bad games in a row.
0: Yeah. Now and and, and the Bo thing, look, we're I, I'm gonna get criticized for defending Bo. I mean, I've made my my point with Bo. Yeah, I don't expect a gold glove. I expect Bo to do what he has done. Actually, this is better than I thought he'd be defensively this year. So I'm not gonna jump on him because of this error, because as I said, he's gone from April 8th to now. I think it was April 8th or April 9th to now. But between errors, when he and, and we talked about this, he's been hitting. His fielding's been good, and he's made a couple of nice plays. He hasn't had to make any acrobatic plays, or not many during that time. But he's made the plays he's had to make, and he's made a couple of close plays. You know, even today, he had a couple of throws that could have been close, and and, but you, and, and he made them. So, yep. but I, but I'm I'm only again I'm looking at Bo. <sighs> I, I bow the hitter.
1: That's Jeff, what I'm looking at. You, you, Jeff, he's your, he's your everyday shortstop. You got to admit though. eye popping big spot. You got to make the throw. Like, 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 I get what you're trying to say. It's been a month. He hasn't made an error, right? You can't, Billy's lose. To, to Billy's you can't make
0: an, you can't make Abs- an error that allows the other team to walk I, it off. No, ab- that, that, absolutely. No absolutely
1: defense. not. When you're, when you're the caliber of bow right now, you can't make the throw that he made today. It's it needs to be better. Like he needs to always make that throw, not nine times out of ten, ten times out of yeah, ten. And fair, it's just for it's for me. It's the arm angle, right? It's the forcing it over. It's knowing what's going on in front of you. It's it's been that way. It's not catching the baseball most of the time. It's his throws. Sometimes you gotta just say enough's enough. I gotta do the right thing. And tonight he didn't do the right thing.
0: And the other thing, and I'll, we'll get to uh, Shane in Toronto in a minute. Shane's been patient. I want to get to Shane in Toronto. The other thing about the way. Uh, that 10th inning was managed that you know ultimately didn't really make a difference, but I'm going into an extra inning on the road. And my, my outfield is now Merrifield Varshow center and Nathan Lucas. So I've taken Kevin Kiermaier, my platinum glove center fielder out of the game for a guy who can only roll over in a ball. I, I so I've weakened myself. I've weakened myself. Even if I had the lead in that game, I've got a weak outfield defense going out there. I, one run games, Kevin. One run game, Kevin Kiermeyer shouldn't be in the bench for the, the 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 final the final half inning of the game. He's Kevin freaking Kiermeyer. He's got a platinum glove. Like I, I just on every level, this is the more I talk about it, the more this is this is really gonna bother me. Let's go to Shane in Toronto. Shane.
2: Hey, love the show as always. Um, two questions for you. Number one. Alejandro Kirk, how do you come in as a professional ball player more out of shape than the year previous? I mean, does anybody hold these guys accountable, or do you think they would want to hold themselves accountable? Um, Number two, Romano. Is he an actual legit closer, or is he actually an eighth-inning guy? I mean, he came in with this fastball that he lived off, and now he lives off this slider, which seems to always get hit with a single base runner, little Nicky, nickel and dime him all the time. I mean, should we be looking for a legit closer to shut down the ninth, and you know, or is he actually a closer?
0: Well, too, thanks thanks for the call. Um, I, I'm with Mr. Barker in this I think he's a very good closer. I think he's a closer that can get you to the playoffs. He did that last year. Is he a closer that allows you to go on a run in the playoffs? I said last year I was uncertain about that. Um, I'm less uncertain about it now. But I look at other teams and I see what they're running out. And I asked myself, all right, would he close? How many how many postseason teams would he close for? And, and I mean, I don't know. And the Alejandro Kirk, Kevin, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. But, I mean, the Alejandro Kirk thing. Look, the story is he showed up late uh, because his wife is expecting the birth of their child. And um, I don't, you know... Conditioning—it's just his his—it's taken him a while to get his bat up to speed more than anything with all, else. With
1: all due with all due respect, that's long gone. Like that excuse—you can't use that anymore. Spring training's two months ago, month and a half ago. It's yeah. enough of that. He's had enough at bats. He's a good enough hitter. He should be able to put a barrel to baseball and stop doing the same thing over and over again. I, the the. Uh, the Jordan Armando thing, look, you, you text me or called me, I can't remember, and say JT Riamuto is going to give him a really tough at bat. If I'm JT Riamuto and I see the two batters in front of me, Castiano and Schwarber, see 14 pitches and 12 of those are sliders, Jeff, what do you think I'm trying to time up when I'm standing on the on-deck circle? You tell me the answer. I just saw Kyle Schwarber, the hitter right in front of me, see five pitches, five sliders. I have my at bat on the on-deck circle. I go up, guess what the first two pitches are? Sliders. Well, guess what? Mm. The second one that I hit was a slider. That's the point here. Is I don't mind the slider, but occasionally you got to elevate one, move the guy's feet to make the slider that much better. It's not like it always breaks and goes where he wants it to go. So, yeah,
0: it's a thing. We got to talk about Kevin Gossman as well. I mean, it was maybe the best. I don't know if it's the best six innings he's had as a member of the Blue well, it's Jays, close. but the velo was—it's the best velo he's had since he's been here by far we'll talk about that we'll take a look at the american league East standings we'll go back to the phone lines as well 416-870-0590 star 591 triple triple six zero five it's blue jays talk on the Sportsnet radio network
3: kind of a uh you know <laughs> you don't want to put your head down before the play is over kind of kind of did that a little bit and throw it away from you both With, uh, the, tonight, it like the stuff who's there was mm-hmm. that just- yeah, I think so. Um, looked like J.T. might have been sitting on a slider there. Um, but, yeah, his stuff was good. Um, you know, again, I felt, you know, got to convert an out there on Castellanos' ball up the middle, I think, uh, one way or another. And, um, you know, you don't get to that point. But uh, I thought Jordi's stuff was good, yeah. J.T. Realmuto
0: Moodle was sitting on a slider. Would you 2-1 the Blue Jays. Uh, <clears throat> losing to the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, they'll have tomorrow off, and uh, then they'll open a series against the Atlanta Braves here in Toronto uh, as a a homestand that we'll also see the uh, Yankees and Orioles come into town. Stay hot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We have John Schneider on Alejandro Kirk. All right, let's play that clip right now, and then we'll go to the bet 365 because it's something we talked about, the decision to uh, the decision to pinch hit Alejandro Kirk for Kevin Kiermaier uh, in the
3: 10th inning. Just to confirm, Kirk for Kiermaier was tactical. Is that it? Yeah, no, 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 nothing with Kev, no. That was, you know, Kimbrell's tough, you know, a lot of strikeouts and um, playing for contact there, yeah. Okay, so there you go. They're playing for contact. With
0: I mean, they got contact, they got five three right I mean that's alejandro kirk's contact con- contact these days is five three or six three I at least he had an answer I
1: mean, i I, yeah, did, I did. didn't
0: have one I didn't have one Lucy he had one no uh, at least they knew what
1: they were going to get before he walked to the plate
0: yeah they they were i guess playing for contact with a guy who
1: right anything and Kimbrel was pretty tough on rides if you've noticed he throws a bazillion miles an hour, yeah. He's got some weird thing he does before he throws the baseball. Uh, You you have a tough time picking it up. And then it's a a 3,000-mile-an-hour fastball (laughs) to a right-handed hitter.
0: Anyhow, it wasn't, the only, uh, it wasn't the only game on this afternoon, in the American League East, which means that it's a perfect time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can bet in things like player props, totals, or game outcomes across many different sports. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. The New York Yankees were also in action today. And uh they beat the Oakland Athletics ten to five, man oh man, if only the Blue Jays had, had like a nine game series against the Athletics coming up right now. <laughs> or the Pirates. <laughs> or or the Pirates. The uh Orioles and the Rays just got started started, and uh Boston and the Atlanta Braves just got started. So as we sit right now, the Tampa Bay Rays are twenty-nine and eight, the Baltimore oh. Orioles are twenty-three and thirteen. Boston's wow. 21 and 16, the Jays are 21 and 16, the Yankees are 21 and 17. So, you know, again this story continues, right? Last place in the American League East, four games over 500. It's um it could be the little things that decide the season. Well, it, it 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 could very well be the little things. It could be not having a dude with a temperature of 195 pinch hitting in a game, too, you know? Little things like that. Mhm. Chris in Stoney Creek, what's up, Chris?
4: Guys, how are you so much? How uh, you know good? what? I'm getting
0: more and more annoyed. Not at you, but just the more I think about this game, the more I'm getting annoyed.
4: I have to be honest with you. It's been annoying watching this. It's been tough to watch this team over the last two weeks. You know, it's, it's one thing to watch your team lose, and then it's another thing, thing to watch your team play bad baseball. And I really believe that baseball, I say this to everybody, you know, baseball one is one of those sports where when your team is not playing good, it's not fun to watch.
0: No, you're right. You're right. And you're right. 100%. Uh,
4: I want to talk about the bullpen quickly. Uh, first of all, because I know you guys have talked about it for so much, for so long. But I, I, just, I, just, it, it just, I just have to say that the bullpen, the way that it's, that it's currently constructed, is not a World Series contending baseball team. I think if you look back over the last four teams that have won the World Series, which I think is uh, Houston – uh, Washington is in there. The Nationals, right? LA. The Dodgers are in there. Yeah, LA is in there. You know, if you compare the two bullpens, I, I just, I just don't see the ability for that bullpen to come out in such high leverage situations that happen in, in, in the playoffs, and so, so many times because you'll see a guy. Three out of five days, you'll see the same guy coming out, right? So I don't mean to be like this. Adam Simber, I'm sure, is a nice guy and he's he's a good pitcher. But Adam Simber coming out of the bullpen, you know, three out of five days, it it, it doesn't strike me with the, with the most confidence. You know, I think Romano is good. um Obviously, Swanson is good, but I, I just don't see it after that.
0: Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got to tell you the the truth, and thanks for the call. Right now, I've got confidence in Trevor Richards' changeup. I've got confidence in Eric Swanson. Now I don't know how long. Again, Eric Swanson was a guy that the team that went to the playoffs last year decided they didn't need. I mean that 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 is a fact. The Mariners didn't use him in the playoffs last year. They, they thought they had better options. They thought they had better options. So that that tells you something, I think. But nonetheless, nonetheless, Eric Swanson has been has been really good for us. He's been really good. You know, I would say I would say in a lot of ways he's probably been the most consistent reliever in that bullpen right now. Uh look, the 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 problem with the the problem with all this is you can't you can't make this bullpen over in season. Like you can't get rid of four guys and bring in four new guys. And the other thing we have to keep in mind is you know, if you look at the velocity of the guys in the bullpen, this is not there is more velocity in this bullpen than people think think there no is. Question. I mean the numbers suggest sure. there's more velocity there. But I, Kevin, it's just in terms of guys who are going to come out and I know are going to lock it down. I don't really have that guy right now.
1: Jimmy Garcia's got five pitches, Jeff, that work in the playoffs. We're talking about a playoff team here. I I've told you this since, since spring training, when I was in spring training, their, their bullpen's good enough to get them to the playoffs. When the playoffs roll around and you, Got to go like Chris said. You got to go to the team a couple of times in a row, and you see the same yeah. part of the order over and over again. Jordan Romano's slider, it's just like Riamuto. He's standing over there going, I'm hunting that slider, and when I get it, I'm not going to miss it, and that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, it – uh <sighs> Just frustrating. Well, they should have won fr- that game. I think that's what's
1: frustrating for, the, for Blue Jays fans is that's a game they should have won.
0: Yeah, see, I don't get frustrated about – I don't necessarily get frustrated about games like last night. And that happens. Starting pitcher doesn't give you much. Um, sure. it, you're going to lose those games. But games like this, speaking of starting pitcher, Kevin Gossman, Kevin Barker, six innings, nine strikeouts, threw his five fastest balls, pitches of the year, 99 twice. thrown throwing the fastest pitch I believe I heard, I believe Danny Showman said – the fastest pitch he's thrown since 2020, was thrown this year. Uh, again, 99, 98 against good hitters <laughs> in good counts. I mean, Jeff, you, Jeff, you know extra what? Extra day at to... extra day, I get it. Uh, and and, but you were the one that said, man, if if he can get up, to, if he can pitch at that velocity, that splitter is. I mean, that, that's almost like a widow maker that's it is, he, it, it is. He,
1: had, he had 19 called strikes too which is a big deal 15 oh. swing and misses like eight of those off the split finger uh, he was borderline great right that's exactly what you're expecting from him. you know I, I was thinking about that today whenever I was talking about him and I was seeing the 91s and the 93s and he's averaging 93 and a half on his four seamer and last year and a couple of years before that it was in the 95s right and you would see the sometimes the 97s and the 99s with what we saw last year you know you we sort of talk about him Jeff like he's he's a he's been the big for five years and i think we forget this is his 12th year he's got almost 1400 innings yeah and now that sort of tells you why right occasionally you're going to see some 91s you're going to see some 93s but man i tell you what if all it takes is to give him an extra day when it comes playoff time and he's the opening day start of the playoffs you might want to think about trying to give him five full days so it mm-hmm. sort of looks like it looked tonight well this they've got sort enough- of the blueprint for how to get Get him up to the ninety fives and the ninety nines.
0: And and I guess the good thing is you got an off day tomorrow before you start uh you start against the Braves. But yeah, that that was uh had, that was such a good pitching. I mean that came as advertised. Zach Wheeler as well. That was if you like good pitching. I mean, those first six innings were as good as it's going to get for you. Didn't have a
1: ton of three-ball counts. You didn't yeah. walk anybody. You were throwing strike one. You were efficient with two strikes. You weren't giving up a ton of hits. You had three up and three downs like, what, the Gosman had four of those in a row. I mean, you're only yeah. giving up, you know, one hit an inning. You're not giving up any runs, boy, if you like pitching. That was the game to watch.
0: Well, that is the end of this road trip. Uh, it started out while the, the they were swept in Boston. They swept the Pirates. They got swept by the Phillies, and they kind of gave us a hint, I think, of what was going to happen with that Sunday game against the Seattle Mariners. So it was not a great road trip for the Blue Jays. They are in the meat of their schedule right now. They've got an off day. Then it's like 17 17 days in a row against teams, all of whom have a really good shot of being in the playoffs. Some would say maybe well anyhow i was going to say in a couple of cases maybe a better shot than the blue jays based on what we've seen so far this year although it is early it's only may 10th john schneider was asked about the road trip and to to kind of sum up what he saw
3: road trip as a whole kind of tale of two different ones right between boston pittsburgh and here and um you know kind of bookended it with not our best play probably defensively um or execution wise but Excited to get back home. Feels like we've been playing on the road, you know, the first month and a half of the season. So I'm um, looking forward to getting home and seeing our fans and, and getting uh, those 10 games at home. Well, they will get 10
0: games at home against very good opposition, starting with the Atlanta Braves. And if you miss us a little earlier, there's a possibility that Mike Soroka. Uh, Calgary's own Mike Soroka, may pitch on Sunday for the Braves. That's the way it looks. Dave O'Brien, who covers the Braves for the Athletic reporting, the Braves, of course, have have got an awful lot of uh, injury issues with their starting pitching. Mike Soroka coming back from uh, an endless series of of injuries, Achilles. I mean, you name it, he's he's injured it. And uh, he's been rehabbing, so there is a chance that we might get to see Mike Soroka on Sunday at the Rogers Center. And uh, even though I'm sure most of the folks here listening to the show or Blue Jays fans, it would be really good to see Mike Soroka back in the majors. And it would be kind of fitting if uh, he returned in Toronto. And I've got to think that in his heart of hearts, someplace, Alex Anthopoulos, the general manager of the Braves, he's probably thinking that's where I want him to come back. Be real to tough to, on Sunday, not root for him. Got to be honest with you. Speaking yeah. of Alex Anthopoulos, he will join us on Blair and Barker. Nice. Tomorrow. And uh, I believe we'll have Kevin Pillar on Friday. So, We'll have a lot ahead on Blair and Barker, but that's it for us right now on Blue Jays Talk. Again, wish I could bring you better news. The Philadelphia Phillies beating the Blue Jays two to one. The Jays have tomorrow off. They are home to take on the Atlanta Braves, part of a ten game homestand. John Schneider summed it up. Bookend road trip. The losses in Boston. The sweep of the Pirates, a very crisp sweep of the Pirates. Then you come into Philadelphia, failure to execute in the end, costing the Blue Jays, as well as, I'm going to say, some questionable decision-making. So thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location. Good night from Toronto.